Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice, and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Today, we are going to talk about the messiness of healing. And this is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people will stop themselves in their own healing process and why it is crucial and is the key ingredient to have somebody walking with you when you are on your healing journey. Otherwise, you and I go into self-sabotage or we will simply do anything but meet ourselves in that pain. So since you have been a little girl, you have developed coping mechanisms to avoid a place of pain. Automatically, when you and I experience pain, we will do whatever it takes to not meet with that pain again, because our brain is then wired. That's painful. I don't want that response or I don't want to visit that place again. However, what happens when we're avoiding those places of pain is we create more of it because you have a story that is now developed on the inside of you and you recreate the same thing. It just looks different different. And here's oftentimes where I, in my own life, have experienced, I see it happening in other people's lives. Have you ever been like, why am I here again? Why is this happening? Is it in your job? Is it in your finances? Is it in your relationship? Wherever you are in your life. And here's the thing. Life is always like, God is always teaching you because he wants you to live a life of freedom. He wants the best for you. So when you and I are going through like these dark times and we feel all this pain, it's not because you're being punished. It's because it's already with inside of yourself and it's now at the surface and he wants to take you into a newfound freedom. And he also knows that it's something that has been holding you back. It's a barrier that has been standing in your way. And so if it's uprooted and it's screaming in your face, you're going to take a look at it. If you don't take a look at it and you and you turn the other way and you continue with your life, it's going to pop up again. It might look different, might be dressed different. It might pay different. It might show up differently. However, that is, but you're going to be continuing to face the same thing until you learn the lessons. And so a lot of times what happens when you and I go on our healing journey is it's like, yes, I want to heal. I want to, you know, step into the highest version of myself. I want to like step into the best version of myself, which a little news flash with that one. She's already on the inside of you. You're not going and looking for her. You're really not even creating her. You're uncovering her. You're being true to the woman that God has called you to be. She's already on the inside of you. The world has it as you got to go seek her out, or if you do this, you know, or if you do that, or, you know, 
become the highest. You already are. She's just covered up on the inside of you with some stories that she believes or some pains and traumas that she's experienced. So when you start on your healing journey and you say, for example, let's use, I want to create more boundaries in my life. I am going to end all toxic relationships. I'm going to get out of this. First of all, if you've been in a toxic relationship and you are on your healing journey, I want to say an unpopular opinion that most people don't want to hear, don't hear, or won't even acknowledge. But if you've been, and I can say this because I was in a toxic marriage, is if you have been in a toxic relationship and you just left, or you have been in a toxic relationship multiple times, and you have not taken the time to heal yourself, you are also toxic. There are things on the inside of you that get to be healed. That's why you keep repeating the same patterns. And I know when I left my toxic marriage, one of the first things that I said was I need to heal myself because I am also toxic. Like if you're going to be really raw and real and honest with yourself, you got together with that person. And we all like to say, well, I didn't know they were this way or I didn't, you know, they didn't treat me this way in the beginning. There was red flags there, queen. You and I saw them, but because of the parts and pieces of ourself that were unhealed, we decided to continue and then it just magnified and it emasculated and it grew. Emasculated was not the word that I was looking for. However, um, and it just, it grew from there and then it became a web of toxicity. And so that is why it is so important for you to heal yourself. Now, when you go into the healing journey of healing yourself, a lot of times shit will hit the fan and you will get worse before you get better because it is literally connecting and meeting with those parts and pieces of yourself that you never have. You've always avoided it by either retail, by people, by jobs, by traveling, by outside things, whatever it is, your phone. It, the possibilities are endless of how you learned how to cope with it. You probably don't even know all the ways that you've learned how to cope with it. Hard work was mine. Mine was, I was addicted to coping and avoiding myself by working hard and carrying the weight of the world of everybody else on my shoulders. Because if I was helping others, if I was helping them feel their feelings. And if I was working really hard, doing all the things, making things happen, then I didn't have to stop to meet with the version of myself that didn't feel like enough to meet with the little girl of myself who never felt loved, safe, and secure, who felt rejected and abandoned, who felt left unattended, who wasn't nurtured. I didn't want to meet with her. And I kept getting the same results in my life. I kept feeling like I am alone. I didn't feel supported or loved or nurtured or understood because I never allowed myself to visit with that little girl version of myself and help her heal. So she's not recreating the same experiences over and over and over in my life because I was always alone in my relationships because I wasn't showing up as the truest and the realest and the rawest version of myself because I never slowed the frick down to even me Meet with myself. I didn't know how to do that. So when I began to do that, and we began to really dig into those parts and pieces of myself, it got worse. 
I felt things that I never felt before. I was exhausted. I got sick because this was all suppressed on the inside of me. And now we're bringing it out and I don't know what to do with it. And it feels out of control. And my body is in fight and flight response. And my emotions are all over the place. And my body is at war trying to protect me, keep me safe. Because the only way that I knew how to do life was to not ever truly feel. Like I would cry here and I would laugh here, but this was all surface. I'm talking about from the heart and from the soul. And so I would cry so often I would feel rage. I would feel anger. I felt bitterness. I felt resentment. I felt unforgiveness. I felt so many emotions. I didn't even know what to do with them. And here's what I really want to bring out today is a lot of you who believe in God and you're a follower of Christ, you struggle with your emotions because there's a lot of things that are said about the female and the heart's going to deceive you and don't make an emotional decision. Now there's a time and place not to make an emotional decision. I absolutely agree with that. Here's the thing. You, you are a woman and you have emotions and God created you to be emotions to, to have emotions. You bring beauty, you bring creativity to this world. And if you are always telling yourself, don't be emotional, can't come make a decision from emotions, your heart's going to deceive you. You're living from a false place because what's going to deceive you is not the true, raw, real emotions that are within you, the emotions that have been suppressed within you. It's because you are always coming from a place of emotions. Even when I didn't feel, even when I didn't know how to express myself, those were all coming from, even when I was working nonstop to numb myself. Even people who are alcoholics or who have drug addictions, they are making emotional decisions. It is just suppressed emotional decisions. It's coming from a place of pain. So if you can understand that when we're coming from a place of pain, that is still an emotional decision. That is still what where they say the heart is going to deceive you. So if you go with inside of yourself and you heal those parts and pieces of yourself, so you can start coming from a place of truly knowing yourself and your feelings in the places that you're coming from and what the stories are for where they're from, then you can start showing up as you, you can make choices coming from your heart and you won't be deceived. You're going to, you're going to begin to learn and discern and understand that, oh, okay, this is a story right now that I'm feeling. This is not a truth. Don't make a choice right now. Or, okay, this is really what I'm feeling in my intuition because your heart and your intuition are connected. That's the GPS system that God has given you. And a lot of women don't know how to use it. And it's like your superpower that God has given you that you just, you know, when you say, I should have just listened to my gut or I just knew, but it didn't make sense because it's not supposed to make sense. That's the beauty of it. And in order for you to get aligned with your intuition and your heart, it's going to require you to heal. And so when you're in your healing journey and your process, a lot of times it gets 
when you you're a follower of Christ and Jesus is the center of your world, people like to be, I've experienced this. And this is why I went against the odds with it. Well, you have unforgiveness in your heart. You need to unforgive, release the anger, release the bitterness, release, you know, all of that. That's true. But how are you going to release it? First, you need the safe space to have the emotions, to have the feelings that you had wrapped around the experience. Truly meet with yourself. If you're angry, then meet with that angry part of yourself. Allow yourself to feel and express that anger in a way that you never have before. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to the cross. Bring it to that coach that you have, that mentor. That's why therapy and coaching and mentorship is so vitally key in your life because they give you the safe place for you to show up in the parts and pieces of yourself where you do feel rage, you do feel anger, you do feel sadness, you do feel bitterness, you do feel depression, you do feel anxiety. When you sit in those spaces where people love you and they allow you to truly meet you. And like when I went through my healing journey, I had so much anger in myself. I had so much bitterness. I had so much resentment. It didn't go away in one day, but I allowed myself to finally connect and meet with those parts and pieces of myself and walk with me, walk with that version of me that is wounded, that is hurt, that is broken and truly let her express her. So she quits ruling my life because you and I have many childlike versions of ourselves that are ruling your adult life. And you're not understanding because your adult self knows better, but your child self is coming in here and saying, it's not safe because you have had traumas, pains, and now your whole body feels it. But you're like, well, I know this over here, but yet I'm feeling this over here, or I know this over here. So why am I not doing this over here? It's because you're not connected to yourself. There's unheard unhealed parts and pieces of yourself. So learning how to the strongest, one of the strongest things you can do is learn how to meet with your emotions. If you're mad, then learn how to cope with your anger, meet with it. What do you need to do to release that anger? I know for me, it was actually throwing things. It was screaming on top of my lungs. And when I say throwing things, I meant not throwing things that, you know, I did break a few things. Yes, I did. However, I never threw things at people. So make sure you're in a safe environment. Because here's the thing, if you don't learn how to meet with those emotions, if you don't learn how to meet with those parts and pieces of yourself, they will come out of you. They will at some point in time and then damage and harm is going to be done that you, that you're going to regret. And so anger, I feel is a big one that I've seen in the churches that they don't know how to really they don't know what to do with it. They don't know what to face, how to face it. They hand you a lot of scripture and scripture is a hundred percent part of your journey. You first got to meet with that part of yourself. And so if you have a lot of sadness, meet with that sad girl version of yourself, cry if you need to let it all out. But if you suppress it, it's going to keep sticking to you wherever you go. So when it's popping up, the beauty of a woman is when you see, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman, or you see the woman 
that has, you're like, oh, she's such a powerful woman. It's because she knows how to meet with her emotions. She knows how to walk with her emotions. She knows how to release it without guilt, shame, and judgment. And how does she do that? Is she meets with the darkest, deepest parts of herself. And she releases the shame and guilt that she has wrapped around it. And she looks at it and she says, what is this teaching me? What do I need in this time? Because you're literally reparenting yourself. What do I need in this time? And see, here's where having a coach or a mentor and being supported and loved in these times will stop you from self-sabotaging because a lot of times when the pain is so excruciating real, you'll go into back into old habits. You'll go back, you'll want to revert to where it's comfortable because it's familiar. It's known to you. So often in my healing journey, when I experience Anger wasn't really one. When I experienced anger, I was ready to meet. I was ready to meet that punk. I was ready to release my anger because I was so tired of being the nice girl. It felt so empowering to just scream and to throw shit and to rip shit and to just listen to music that make that burns that passion through you. Like I wanted to, I was ready to meet with her. I wasn't scared of that version of myself. There was other parts of myself that I, can mine for me one of my biggest ones was the emotion of rejection i kept avoiding that emotion i didn't want to experience it everybody's going to have different you're going to have different parts and pieces of yourself and so when you have a coat when you have somebody walking next to you and you start doing things like you start going into hiding you start shutting people out you start going back to your old coping mechanisms they're going to be there saying what are you doing Hello, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Because you're seeking comfort, you're seeking safety. And so you know how to control pain and suffering, anxiety, depression, sadness, anger, all of those things. You know how to control it because it's been within your side of yourself for so long. But when it's coming out of you, you feel out of control. And where the, the real strength is, is when you connect with yourself, and you allow God to meet you in your mess and walk through the fire with God in yourself and you meet yourself in all of those, all of those parts and pieces, you begin to see things about yourself that you never saw before. And it's going to have to get worse before it gets better. Because once you experience that it's safe for you to feel, it's safe for you to be you, it's safe for you to have all the emotions that you have, then it's going to release a newfound freedom. It's no longer going to drag you down. You're no longer you're no longer holding the garbage over your shoulders, those garbage bags full of trash over your shoulder, pretending the stench isn't there and it's not, the weight of it isn't there, that yeah, you're just going to keep, hold on, drop it like it's hot and let's open the stinky shit up and let's look in the bag. What are these emotions? Where are they coming from? Where are they stemming from? Where did they start? Is this my own childhood things? Is this generational things? Is this trauma? How do I unpack this? But if you don't have somebody walking there right with you in it, you will close that bag up again and you will start carrying it again. And that's what's going to keep you going in circles. And it is having the reassurance. It is having the love. It is having the support. It is having the nurture that your emotions are safe. 
Because when a woman truly connects with her emotions and she connects with who she is, that is when your intuition kicks in. And that is when your direct line that you're so desperately trying to hear from God gets opened up at a whole new level because God is going to ask you to do some things that you never thought, felt, or dreamed, or imagined that you would be doing or be capable of doing. But first he's trying to clear out the storms of lines of communication because it gets distorted along the way, because you have all of these thoughts and emotions that are suppressed on the inside of you that are holding you back. So in order for you to become unleashed and unchained and untamed and unchained, let's meet with your emotions, sit with yourself, it doesn't matter if you're sitting on that shower floor for a half hour and you are yelling on top of your lungs, just assure your children that everything is safe. And you yell till you can't yell anymore. And the tears are running down your cheeks and you feel the despair. You are meeting with a little girl version of yourself that has felt so broken, lost and abandoned. You're finally connecting because here's the thing. You can't give others what you don't have. So if you're not learning how to connect with yourself, if you're not learning to feel into your own emotions, if you're not truly giving yourself the gift of learning how to love yourself, because Jesus did say to love yourself, and this has all gotten wrapped up into some kind of warped image that we're conceited when we love ourselves. No, you're actually conceited when you don't love yourself because then you're making everything about yourself because the more that you learn to love and accept yourself for you, guess what? The less life is about you because now you're confident in who God has created you to be. And you're out doing things for other people because your focus point is no longer me, me, me. And you're making about others. And you can now also give to others what you have within you. Your cup is overflowing and you're abundant and you're loving. And you might say, well, I do love people. I do shove kindness, shove, show kindness. Even in my pain, yes, you do, but you're not giving it to the capacity that you're capable of. And this isn't about wronging or judging or shaming yourself. It's about me sharing with you that if you go on a healing journey and you start meeting with your emotions and your whole nervous system starts going in electrified motion and you feel like you can't even sit down or all chaos is hitting the fan and you're mad, you're angry, you're sad, you're up and you're down and you're worse than the Cedar Point roller coaster. It's normal. It's you're on the right path. You are 100% going the right direction. So just keep going, grab a hold of God, grab a hold of your support system and keep walking right through it. Because when you walk right through it, you will get through to the other side. I know when I first learned how to regulate my nervous system, there was a time and point I also couldn't even sit still to watch movies. I couldn't sit still to watch. Like the moment that I sat still, my ADHD would over the top kick up and I would have 500 different things to do. I would immediately get up. I had to literally retrain and learn how to calm my body down, calm it down enough that I would even feel safe enough to sit down. And it started in small increments until it got built up to, I can happily say now in today's world that I can watch a whole movie and not have my ADHD kick in. I can relax, be present and enjoy, which I'm going to talk about being present in another episode, but this is where we're at today. So 
bring in the love, bring in the support, let yourself be chaotic, let yourself feel all of the emotions, meet with those parts and pieces of yourself and allow it to be, you are beautifully, you are messy and you're beautiful all together in one queen. And remember that you are enough just as you are, even in the midst of the most painful, excruciating parts of yourself as you're on your healing journey. Oftentimes there's a lot of lies that come up and we feel like we're not enough or there's a perfectionism. You are enough just as you are today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.